This episode is being brought to you by Game Toppers. If you were at Gen Con, you saw Game Topper products all over the vendor floor. It's an amazing product. And if you want to find out more, go to GameToppersLLC.com. Hey, y'all. It's time for another episode of Rolling Dice and Taking Names. This episode is brought to you by Gen Con 2019, where it was recorded with Marty and Tony. The guys bring on lots of guests to talk about the con and all the games they saw, plus a very special interview with Stefan Feld. Hey, Marty, didn't you want me to talk about the strike tournament? No. Welcome to episode number 178. This is Rolling Dice and Taking Names, Waiting on a Friend. I'm Tony. I'm Marty. And we are ready for Gen Con. We have arrived in Indy. Well, Marty arrived yesterday and I got here on Wednesday. Had to take care of my daughter's birthday on Tuesday. But did you have a good time while I was gone? Uh, I did. I got to go and hang out a little bit over the Man vs. Meeple Studios with Eric Lang and got to see something that uh, he'll be announcing uh, later this Friday, so make sure to... Well, it's already been announced by the time you hear this, but you'll, you'll get to hear more about it because I don't really know much about it either. And then, uh, gosh, this morning... Well, before we move on any further, because there was... Our roommate is here. Our roommate? Uh, yeah, so we're bothering him. It's like, well, since you're staying with us this year, guess what? You get to record on the show. And so welcome to the show, Joel Eddy from Drive Through Review. Hello. Thanks you for having me. Well, you had to because you're sharing your space with us. And yeah, it's kind and of a requirement. Yeah, I'm to sleep, but I figured I'd stay yeah, up and, uh, you know, be on the show. That's kind of how it goes. Well, so. you know, Rod- Rodney warned you, man. You needed to say, <laughs> he says, like, go to bed early and they can't bother you. But if you're still awake when they come in, they're going to make you record. He did. I didn't listen. Who does listen? to Mr. Mr. Smith. Nobody. But Joel and I got here uh, last night, and then this morning, he and I headed over to the hall where everybody's setting up. So it doesn't officially open until Thursday, and Joel and I were on our knees putting down foam padding on the floor for the BGG booth. Yes, we were. Yeah, and it was actually more difficult than it seemed uh, because you had to sort of arrange these like It was like playing a little game of Tetris or something. It was. Because you had to peel the little edges off and then twist them and turn them and then go find the right edge, and there was like one in every ten edges. It was a lot of So wait a minute. So normally when uh, in Wednesday, you know, you and I went over to Ignacy's booth and I was putting down the phone. Oh, that's right. You didn't show up until all that was done. So anyway, it's true. um, (laughs) So did y'all have a difficult time with? I mean, with Ignacy's, it was just put them in and have hang uh, hammer them. Yeah. Well, that's not the point. Did around the edges of Ignacy's booth does he have the little jagged parts yeah okay that's not what they wanted in the bgg booth because there's a little strip that you can peel off the edge it's a straight edge yeah they he has that but we didn't put them well we put them all back in so that the edge of the booth had this nice straight edge as opposed to the uh, zigzags. Yeah, that's a safety hazard. You don't it want is people true. tripping on that. Well, when the red carpets are going to get rolled out by the people that are going to setting up the show, it's supposed to cover that up. That's the purpose of the blue line. Come up to the blue line and we'll get the carpet on it. They do it differently at BGG. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new thing at BGG. But, but did they appreciate you coming there? They I did. believe so, yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. Okay. Well, the noise you're hearing, of course, is the fact that we're down in the hot room and there's a lot of uh, talking going on and things like that. But that's all right. Not a problem. <laughs> and so, which means we may be uh, interrupted every so often. Like, for example, we're over here recording and Jamie's already in town because it's Wednesday night. Well, I just walked in here and I was walk- kind of trying to creep up behind Mr. McCree here and I was going to scare the crap out of him. 
but somehow you noticed. It's that sense. It's that Jamie sense. He's here. I can, I can feel the presence because the man just, it's all charisma. It's, he it's oozes like something. He did, oozes, you, yeah. did you say sense or scent? Do I give scent. off a scent? <laughs> no, it's, just, it's the scent. It's like, it's like the rock, brother. It's like the rock. There's nothing but charisma in this room when Jamie from the secret cabal comes around. Is that the rock or Hulk yes, Hogan? Yes, I do. <laughs> did you have a good trip in, man? Absolutely. This is Gen Con is fantastic. Uh, it's very tiring. It's exhausting, but I love it. It's so much fun to be here. Well, hopefully you can join us again some later time and tell us all about your adventures before you head back out later this week. Well, maybe I will if I'm not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know there was, would be one night he won't be here because it's on Saturday night and he probably won't be able to talk that much later on that night. Yeah, I probably have quite a few in me. Yeah, because that is their <laughs> big uh, Secret Cabal meetup event, which is always a big deal. And I bet there's going to be a good turnout this year. Thank you for dropping by, Jamie. We always love having you on the show. Wait a minute. Is this the first time he's been on the show? I've been on the Squirrelies. That's uh, Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's oh, right. and, and the 100 show, you know. No, that's right. You were up. a panel on That's that. right, yeah. Well, before that interruption, I was, we're going to talk, we were talking about getting the booth set up and everything, and they got all the, uh, the booth set up. And there's all these really cool games setting out, but, but. even though the, uh, it doesn't officially start till tomorrow. Joel and I tonight got to go to the Fantasy Flight in flight report. Yes, we did. And got to see all the uh, cool stuff they announced. Now, 75% of it was probably X Wing based stuff. Yeah, something Star Wars. Yeah, seventy-five <laughs> percent right. it definitely was Star Wars and a little bit of Key Forge in there. A little bit of Key Forge, really? Yeah, there was a little Key Forge, but there was some new stuff though. Mm -hmm. Definitely some new stuff. And did it start with an A and and then has an H for the second? Like Arkham Horror, they're coming out with number four, number seven, number yeah, ten. Yeah, actually, there was an Arkham Horror thing that's coming out. They didn't really talk too much about it specifically at the in-flight report. It's Arkham Horror Final Hour, mm -hmm. which is not a, an expansion or anything. It's its own standalone game. Game. I don't really know much about it right now at this point on Wednesday, but hopefully I get a chance to play it uh, a couple times you know, before the convention's over. I wasn't there. I don't know what else was said. <laughs> I don't know what you're well, looking yeah, at me. I just thought maybe you'd want to comment on that. I mean, uh, no, no, you don't care, do you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get to what the big announcements were right. there. Okay. Obviously, if you're big into Key Forge, there's two brand new factions coming out. And then in the next set, they're going to drop two of the existing factions and integrate two others with different combinations, but those factions are not going to go away. And I believe it was Sanctum and Mars that were being dropped, and uh, they're going to add in these two new ones. So uh, be keep an eye out for that new set coming out. But when it came to card games, there was something else that was announced that really kind of came out of the blue, and that is a Marvel LCG. Yep, and we had a chance to play the demo of it. Yep. Uh, I forget the fellow who gave us the demo, but he did a good job of it at Fantasy Flight. And you were playing Captain Marvel. Yes. And I was playing Spider-Man. And we were playing against uh, Rhino. Mm hmm And so it plays a lot like Lord of the Rings or Arkham LCG. You, you were saying it maybe was a little too close. I did feel it was too. We'll get into the why in a second. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it's basically it's a, it's a co-op game right off. I'm surprised. I kind of thought it was going to be a competitive just because it seems like they're they're kind of lacking in the competitive space now. There's only two competitive games. Right, for Fantasy Flight, you mean. Yeah, yeah, and they've already got two other co-ops, so I'm surprised a third co-op's coming in. But regardless, is each you can only play as one character, and uh, you have a set number of cards, which I like. It's like the Star Wars LCG. There was like 15 to 20 cards that you started right. with and then right. added stuff in. It's the same way with this. Right, yeah, so you pick a character, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, She-Hulk, Iron Man. There were a couple others that were going to be available mm -hmm. in the base set. Oh, before we forget, though, the really cool thing about the base set is you just need one copy. 
and a few of us were clapping extra loud <laughs> at that part. So you don't, you don't have to uh, buy two base sets like you might have with Lord of the Rings or something. To have enough copies to be able to build legal decks using every single card. Right. Yeah. You got it all out in the get. But yeah, so you take Spider-Man Shield or whatever, and then you say, what aspect would I like for my hero to have? So you got Spider-Man, you can maybe play him aggressively, or you can add in justice cards or leadership cards. So there's different aspects that you can have. So it makes the deck building very easy. So you were playing Captain Marvel Aggression. I was playing Spider-Man Justice. And so you just smash those two sort of aspects together and away you go. We talked about some things that are totally different. And that is the fact that there's no resource tokens or anything. That's right. When you pay for abilities, you pay with actual cards in your hand. Mm -hmm. So if a card says, hey, this costs three, you got to discard three cards in order to basically pay for that ability. That's right. And I love that because I'm a big multi-use card game person. I like San Juan, Race for the Galaxy, that style of game. So for me, I love having that tough, difficult choice of like, I got this hand of seven, eight cards or whatever it is. And then which one do I want to use? Well, do I really want to get rid of this? I want to keep this for later. So it's a tough decision. So, yeah. I mean, Tony, does this have any interest to the you? The interest uh, to me is the, the theme. Well, of course. I guess yeah. the IP. I'm sorry, the yeah. IP. But if it's that close, I mean, Lord of the Rings, if it's as close as you're saying or letting on, then maybe why would I invest other than that? I mean, I've got this whole thing of... Lord of the Rings cards. Well, let, let me tell you how it, where it's close is how you defeat the enemy is by putting tokens on it. And you have to put so many tokens on it to progress the enemy to the next level. I guess, is it damage? Yeah, you, you can fight slight? Yeah, you can fight it and do damage to it. Then you can also do what's called thwarting. And then you pull like threat tokens off of the enemy's scheme. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which is kind of like the agenda cards right. in Arkham Heart LCG. Right. Like adding doom tokens. Right. Except it's in reverse. Right. So that's where kind of some of the similarities okay. are at that point. You know, it's going to be hard to keep me from buying, especially now that you said that you only have to buy one core. Right. So, yeah. And the expansions are interesting, too, is that right. they're going to come out with character decks. Okay. So it's just going to be like, say, there's uh, Captain America. Boom. Captain America comes out. You buy it. You can play Captain America. You don't need anything else. Gotcha. And then you take those base cards and add in these other uh, extra cards on the side. I can't remember what they're called. Inspiration cards or Inspire cards. Uh, it was something like Aspect or yeah, something some like abstract that. word. Yeah. But that's what's going to be changing. That you can change over time. So you buy one course, one deck, and you have a brand new character. There's also scenario packs coming out with like a new enemy or something. So, But they're going to come out every month. Yeah. As opposed to like every six Which weeks, they've it's yeah, it's it's going to be a wild ride. But then out of the blue, they announced something that nobody was expecting. They kind of teased it like, "Well, that's it, the show's over." And it's like, "Oh, yeah. oh no, it's not!" Like they called it like a mid-credit scene in a Marvel movie, a brand new Marvel's miniature game. Now, Joel, you play a lot of miniature games, so oh, yeah. what was your first thought on a Marvel miniature game from FFG? I was excited, just the fact that it was going to exist because it's not something you see very much of is uh, superhero miniatures games. There's a DC Batman miniature game from a small company called Night Models. Mm -hmm. I haven't played, but the miniatures are nice and it's supposed to be good. That, that company used to have a Marvel uh, miniature game, but they lost the license a couple of years ago. Maybe this is why. So, yeah, it looks... I don't know. I really don't know what to think of this mm -hmm. because... For me, like as a miniature painter, one of like pause that I have is if I'm gonna paint these, I want them to look exactly like the superhero should. Like if I'm gonna paint Daredevil or Spider-Man, I want the perfect red. 
I don't want a red that's too dark or too bright because it's just going to look wacky. Whereas something like Warhammer, you can kind of embellish and make up your own thing and it's no big deal. But for a superhero, it scares me a little bit as a, as a painter. But they didn't really cover too much of the mechanics or anything. It's a lot of mm. like card-driven gameplay, maybe. I don't know. They were pretty, I don't want to say catty about the mechanics, but they just weren't saying a whole lot. Well, they, they did get to show us some stuff later. That it's going to be, it's going to be a dice-based combat. And it looks like they're going to use some sort of measuring stick, measuring implement, like they use some other games like um, right. like Armada. So it's not going to be like you pull out a ruler. It's like this character can move short. This character can move medium. This character can move long. So it's going to make moving and measurement easy. As far as how the actual turn play looks, I'm not sure. Yeah. But they, they, I think it's already been announced that the starter box is going to be like $100. Oh, yeah. and it's oh going to come wow. With which is pretty neat. Okay, the terrain's good. Is that okay? But it, it, cars and in a fair about a dozen, ten or a dozen models, I think. Maybe oh, was ten. it that many? Maybe okay, ten. yeah. But yeah, so you're gonna get a good amount of stuff. In okay. the dock. At least I'm not having to click something to move stats around as they take no. damage. And no, stuff no, like no, that. no, not like here. Okay, no. Yeah. Okay. But I will say this: the parts do come on sprues. Yep. You have to build a model, assemble it and paint it. Yep. So if you have... Now, that's different from Legion. They're coming and painted, but at least they're fully assembled. Right, right. So this is a different aspect for uh, FFG. Even their uh, Rune Wars yeah. were already put together. Well, no, you, with Legion and Rune Wars, you got to assemble a little bit. Oh, okay. It's not... I wouldn't even call it assembling because they're all... Like, there might be an arm you have to attach. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But this one is... it. Pieces come on sprues. You yep. need to snip and yep. file and clean. Yep. So if that's a turnoff to you, well... Yeah. You know, that's that's exactly what this game is going to be. It's very much more of a real miniatures game when we think of that, like Games Workshop games. I'm painting? Yeah. Well, I mean, what Joel said, you, you do have to paint. That's tricky. I know. Yeah, um, it was a superhero thing. Man. And, and I agree with Joel is I don't want a Spider-Man that looks wrong. Like mauve. Yeah. yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but no, to your point, that's exactly right. I mean, I can't paint. I, I mean, I, I do a decent job, but you're absolutely right. The red of Spider-Man, the blue of Spider-Man, the green of the Hulk, and things like that. It's going to be very important. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, That's disappointing. Tony. He's, he's full of a lot of words over here. I know. It's just, man, well, it's, oh, uh, it's just a letdown. Well, know? if you can let it go. You know, if you can let it go and be... You have no, to paint them. you can't. I know. That's where I'm at. And, and I guess also the terrain it comes with. I've got to paint Unpainted, the... Unpainted, correct. i got to yeah. paint but the... It, brick and the but shingles. Least, but that's easier than... Add a spray paint. That's easier than trying out. to paint Iron Man and get his gold and red exact and everything right. like that. No, he's going, he's going to be the... What was it? War Machine? Was he just gray? He, yeah, there you go. You could just well, say they, he machine. did mention that they were going to have uh, some very specific painting tutorials on the website as well. Wasn't Fantasy Flight supposed to have their line of paints? Wasn't there something oh, about right. that? They didn't mention it at this thing. But they did not. But now I'm wondering... Oh, if you want the right red, here's the red. Spider-Man red, red yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, they didn't mention that. But which, they, I thought they bought a line of paint, didn't they? I don't I remember seeing some news article about it okay. uh, a couple of months ago now. Yeah. I want to say they were partnering with it was somebody. Vallejo or something to get some specific paints for, for, was for it Legion? Legion. I think so. So they may do the same thing. That would be good. I mean, come on. You're just like, oh, you want to paint Spider-Man? Well, here's here's the three or four paints for 15, 20 bucks. Right. And you can go paint Spider-Man. Absolutely. Once. Yeah, I think it was Legion because <laughs> I remember them having like a specific kind of off-white for the Stormtroopers and things like that. Gee, and that was that was about all of the Fancy Flight report. I mean, those were the three big main things. And by the right. way, all those are not will not be out here. They're coming out later right. and in the fall. Right. Q3, well, Final hour Q4. is for sale. 
Oh, it is now. It will be. Yeah, yeah. okay. But okay. Uh, the two Marvel games is October, November or something. Okay. Yeah. So, Tony, of those three, I mean, anything it's like? I, it's going to, I don't want to say a money grab, but I mean, it's the Marvel IP. Plain and simple. Uh, like I said, I've got Lord of the Rings. Well, I don't this play is new for them. They haven't had the Marvel. IP. No, what I'm saying yeah, is, I'm, it's I've got Lord of the Rings. Why do I need to keep investing in a game that I don't play? I, I totally get that. I yeah. totally get. I will probably at least get a starter set just to see how it plays. I agree with you. And did, like, well, Lord of the Rings had the one. Uh, can you have single play? Do they? Do they say you uh, can do single solo. player? You can do yeah. solo. You can do solo. Nice thing is though, I guess with the starter deck of them, I think it's called Marvel Champions. That's it. Is that if you just buy the starter set? You could just pick up a scenario pack every so often and at least play a yeah. brand new scenario. Right. There you go. Right. Okay. Yep. 15 bucks, it, new scenario. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because I think right now there's probably a lot more Marvel fans out there than there are Lord of the Ring or definitely Arkham fans. Mm -hmm. So if, like my son loves Marvel, my, my uh, youngest son. Uh, so he would be into this. He's not going to be into playing Lord of the Rings or Arkham. Okay. He's just not into it. So I think it's probably a good idea to stick with a tried and true system that was going to pull in, let's say, the non-gamer or the casual gamer kind of idea. Yep. So, But yeah, I get what you're saying. I haven't played Lord of the Rings and Arkham a bunch myself. It's like, mm, I've already kind of done this. But if you're coming at it from, I want the Marvel perspective yeah. first, then it's probably well, a good idea. Yeah. And I enjoyed Marvel Legendary. Right. So, okay, this is a different... Did you like Versus? Oh, but Versus is different because that's head-to-head. -head. Yeah, that's competitive. But I yeah Legendaries, I think, are a good comparison. Right. So uh, I'm glad you all had fun there uh, and you made it safe. You got it to the press. I um, did not go. I was busy. I forget, you know, running around. Day has been a whirlwind. All I know is I saw a bunch of boxes at the portal booth. Empires of the North is stacked high. I hope Ignacy has a good luck selling that because, you know, you and I love the game. Yep. We yep. love the game. And so hopefully, you know, he'll have a rush on the booth. It's only time will tell. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So Gen Con officially starts tomorrow, going for the next four days. Before we get out of here, Joel, is there anything that you were specifically looking for game-wise? Well, no, but, you know, we played a fun game tonight a couple of times. Uh, a little game from oh. Greater Than Games called Medium. Yes, let's talk about what could be the game of the con. Now, I'm already, I've already declared a game of the con. <laughs> now, I didn't get to play. I was over there playing another game called Horrified, which uh, maybe I'll... I don't want to talk about it tonight because it was... It was a her, uh, awful, not the game's awful, but the event oh, that occurred what was, happened yeah, was what awful. happened was awful. So I want to yeah. hold up and see what's going on from that standpoint. So we'll talk about that one a little bit later. But uh, yeah. so, medium, this yeah. game of the con, y'all are yeah. declaring. Yeah. Tell us you about it. Explain it. Okay. So I'm not going to explain the scoring because that's really sort the, of secondary. Doesn't matter. Right. So you can play it from like two to eight players. And so here's the, the basic mechanics uh, Marty, I give you a hand of six cards. They all have one word on them. Mm -hmm. I have a hand of six cards. They all have one word on them. I look at my hand. I go, okay, I play a card out in front. So it's got a word. Let's say it's a turtle. And then, Marty, you look at my word that I played, and you put out a card, and it says, uh, let's say it says boil. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we both look at the cards, turtle and boil, turtle and boil. We think a little bit. We say, are you ready? Are you ready? Then we say three, two, one, and we say a word at the same time. If you say the same word, let's say we both said soup, then we win and we get some points. But let's say you miss. Mm -hmm. Marty says stew, I say soup. Right. Well, we didn't match, but then those two words now become our new words. So now you've got to match stew and soup. And then you try, you think a little bit, three, two, one, and do it again. So you do it basically, get three tries at it, and then the amount of points you get goes down as you go. So you can kind of play it round robin, play it simultaneously. But we played it for, it was a bunch of us just playing the prototype there. 
in the hotel lobby and everybody was having a blast. It, you were saying it was a lot like the mind because when you have that moment, it doesn't play like the mind, but when you have that moment of you're on the same page kind of telepathically somehow thinking the same thing, it's a big cele- celebratory thing. You high five and it's, a, it's, a, it's like a rush. Yeah, it is. And I actually got to play a demo of this at Origins. I actually talked about it on the show earlier. It's just one of those things that I think it's going to do really well. So we'll uh, wait yeah, and we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. And I'll have to wait and see my turn. And I haven't gotten a chance. Game of the con. Game of the con. Calling Game it of right the con. now. <laughs> On Wednesday before the con has started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll trust you guys. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, we got to get to bed. We got to get up early in the morning, and then we got to let Joel get some sleep because we're going to be staying together for the next three or four nights. So yes, we will. get get comfy. And by the way, just let me warn you, Joel. If you wake up in the middle of the night and Tony's just staring at you sitting it it happens sometimes it's weird I'll just let it happen (laughs) okay but he just might be sitting in the corner room just staring and he's and then come to find he's thinking of ways he can murder you and that's and that's not even know we found out that last year when we stayed with Rodney well you be quiet (laughs) (laughs) okay so I'll try to let you sleep all right that's it we'll be back uh, in a few seconds as we come into Thursday night You are going to hear about a lot of games in this episode, and many of these games are already out or on pre-order on miniaturemarket.com. Make sure to head over there and place your order. And remember, anything over $100 gets free shipping. And if your order doesn't reach $100, just put it on hold and keep adding more orders until the total sum of all those orders is greater than $100. They'll release that in one big order and continue to give you that free shipping. To find out more on all these great games we're mentioning, go to miniaturemarket.com. It is now Thursday night at Gen Con, which was the first official day. We had our big strike tournament night. Well, we'll talk about that later. And uh, Tony. Yes. We are joined by a uh, longtime Gen Con episode guest, special guest, Rodney Smith. Rodney, thank you for They're talking about me. Yes, we are. <laughs> so happy that you are back. It's good to be back. Although it's funny you said this is the first official day of Gen Con. I feel like I've been here forever. Because yes. I got here on Wednesday. It was like setting up the booth and all that work. And it's like, boy. By the way, it's not Thursday night. It's Friday morning. And you're It is. Up. You're right. It is Friday morning. It's 12.09. We also have another special guest. And this is a becoming a, a longtime friend of ours that Rodney introduced to me Gosh, a couple years ago, out in L.A., right? Very famous writer and producer <laughs> from Hollywood. You're reading that directly from uh, the card, uh, <laughs> David Finkel. Hello. You've had a lot of credentials on shows. I mean, you were a producer for New Girl. Yeah. And you just uh, run, run through and run list. through. You, you did some work on Thirty Rock. I did. Uh, don't forget what, United what? States of Terra. United States of Terra. A very, very popular show. And, don't, and let's just come back to me for a moment. I have a YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, I worked on Joey. I, 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 I was not friends, but it was uh, Joey. I, I keep a journal, and uh, I write a lot of stuff in that. I have watched a lot. I watched St. Elsewhere. Oh, Beginning cool. End. Cool. <laughs> I worked you, on some stuff. What did you think about the end of St. Elsewhere? Did, did you like it? Or and not? I'm not kidding. We could go on a long, long tangent about this. I have a. Lo- I think it's a great episode. Yes. We'll talk after we're done here. We'll talk after we're done. There's a lot of the about that 
We'll talk about the Timmy. Uh, Timmy, what's his name? Tim, the kid's name. I never watched it. It was Timmy all Westfall. It was, it was all a dream, right? It was all a dream. But there's a whole. Th- I won't go. I know your your, no, your, your going listeners to. are gonna not care about this. There's something called the Timmy Westfall theory. Because of that kid, all these other shows cross through Timmy Westfall's uh, snow globe, and it makes it so that almost all of television is in this kid's head. It, I, we'll stop there because it'll blow everyone's minds. But it's, wow. it's pretty intense. Yeah. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> you didn't watch St. Elsewhere? No. Ah, come on. It's one of those that it was, you know, it was a hospital show, right? Yeah. Okay, from like the 80s? Yeah, yeah. 80s yeah. nights? Yeah. And it ended up being like it was just all a dream from a little kid. It was a bizarre it ending. A for a weird ending. For okay. a serious That must drama. have really upset a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. very much so. Anytime you end in it, it's a dream, yeah. it's not no, great. No, it's not good. Yeah. Except, except for one show, they ended in a dream that people loved. Oh, yes, the best one, Newhart. Sure, Thank you. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the, <laughs> the really best one of all. Tony is like just looking at me. He's like, what the heck are you guys talking about? It's just another traditional Rolling Dice and Taking Names yeah. episode. Anyway, right, let's <laughs> talk about lawnmowers. <laughs> we'll we'll when do lawnmowers. we get the lawnmowers? You're just, you're just putting off the inevitable of what? for the third. No, don't talk about it. So, uh, <laughs> so this is <laughs> Dave's right. first time to Gen Con. Yes. You just got in today. So you haven't really experienced Gen Con. This is no. first time in Indy. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's experienced some important things about Gen Con, though. Like, oh, here we like go. The, no, no, like the will call line. I did the oh, will call line. Oh, did you do the will call line? Okay, so why don't you tell us the horrors of the will call line? I've not been through that in a few years. It wasn't years. that long. No, it wasn't too bad. It was. It was. It, it was fine. It was lovely. So that's mean, a terrible story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, this, no, this, the anecdote is like a, so this American life. Today. Yeah, uh, there wasn't really much to say. But for people don't know, like, there's like, you know, how many people come to Gen Con with sixty-five thousand? Yeah, and so many of those people have to go pick up their badges and tickets. There were about and that line, line can be nutty. There was only fifty in line, yeah, maybe. So here's our tip: go Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. They're open all night. Go, go at two in the morning. That's true. They're open twenty four twenty four seven. Not twenty four seven. I remember one time Chaz Marler and I did a, a skit uh, of, of going down the line. The line went like for ages. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was like all the way down the convention you know, center. I saw hundreds of people this morning, I yeah. think, and it was like around the block, right? It was like way around the block. It was crazy. But are you saying skip the day Thursday so you can get your ticket Thursday night? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. That's, that so I bought a four-day ticket, and I want to sacrifice a day to avoid a line. No, do what Dave did. Come, come late. Don't, just come, come late. On, who cares? Yeah. I, yeah I agree, Look, you know. do you want our advice or not? You invited us. I like good advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't give you good advice. It's advice. <laughs> All right. So it's first day. Now, Rodney, yeah. you are actually at the BGG booth. Right. And you're doing a lot of previews, a lot of uh, different games and stuff. So right. I think there was a special announcement there. There was. Uh, it was kind of a, like an unveiling, really. So BGG has been working for the last year on a new branding for the website and for the logo and all that. So all that finally got unveiled at the show here, which is pretty exciting. Because I've been kind of in the thick of it, I haven't really seen what the reaction has been online. I'm sure there's a few threads popping up here and there because the changes are pretty dramatic. I would say you guys saw it too, right? So some color changes, the logos changed. Um, and we're going to see some of those changes pop up on the website as well. Describing it probably isn't as good as just going to the website. So shortly after Gen Con, I think a week or, t- week or two after Gen Con, you should see the new icons, the new logos, and colors show up there as well. Now, this is not a full redesign of the webpage. That is coming as well. But right now, it's just a rebranding. So I'm looking at the logo here in the Board Game Geek hot room right oh, now. Oh, yeah. That's actually where we're recording. So if you hear some noise around us, we're actually in the thick of things in the BGG hot room. So is that the rebranding where the head is now just yes. completely red? So and before BGG's there was... 
was a, a character, some of you may, may or may not know it, the name of Ernie. That was the name of the, the sort of the logo, right? So this is like an homage to Ernie. You've got, you've got a head of some sort, but it's a little bit more nondescript, a little more neutral. And we've got sort of more angles and shapes rather than just sort of this whole cartoon character who was running with a chessboard, I think, at one time. I mean, that was a logo that was made at the very beginning of the channel by someone, I think, who worked with Aldi. You know, they sketched a little drawing and someone who was an artist put something together. And that was 20 years ago. Wow. I know from Watch It Play, like I, the, when I first launched my channel, I, again, scribbled a little logo and stuck it on there because it was just, I needed something. You, you know? That little thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then, of course, later on, I said, okay, it's time for me to do something a little, little more. So evolved. let me ask, who should I send the invoice to for that paid commercial for BGG? Pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can send right it to me. Uh, uh, Scott Alden sent behind you the head of us. I'll just send it to him over yeah, okay. there. Yeah, okay. Fair uh, enough. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. So uh, did you see anything exciting today? I mean, there's anything that stood out? Probably people want to hear about some cool games that you may have seen. Well, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to talk, I think, about a game that you and me and Dave oh, played tonight. Oh, yeah. Come oh, on yeah, in yeah. here, Dave. Sure, we did sure, get to play sure. Because we played a game that was announced and revealed here by uh, Fancy Flight Games. It's called... I think it's Ar is it Arkham Horror. Arkham it's Horror Final, Final Hour. Hour. Final Hour is like the big title on it. And this is another cooperative game in the Arkham Horror universe. But it's got some twists, I'd say. I, First of all, very different than any other yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, it's to me, I thought it was going to be a scaled down version of Arkham or Eldritch. Right, right. It's neither. Nope. No, I agree. It's not like a, it's not, not, this doesn't sound great. It's not a dumbed down version or it's not even like really a streamlined version. It's a different it's kind of game. different. But it plays in about 45 to an hour, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. And what's interesting is it, typically in Arkham, the card game, Eldritch and uh, in the Arkham game itself, and even Mansions, usually on your turn, you've got so many actions that you can right, do. Right. This is totally different. <laughs> you have a deck of cards based on the character that you're playing, and you just draw the top card, and there's a top action and a bottom action. Right. The top one's usually really good, yep. and the bottom is usually bad. And then you have another card that each of you draw from a hand of four that ranges from like one to 30. Yeah. And basically it's a priority or initiative. Yep. And the first two who have the lowest initiative get to play their cards first, which is the better abilities. The other two get stuck with the two bottom ones. So you don't, you don't really know, am I going to be playing the top half or not? If you play a very low number, like a three, you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be going first to do my top half. If you're playing like a 15, you don't know, right? Yep. And I think those the numbers get revealed in turn order. Mm -hmm. So you start to see what people are doing, and it might adjust what you want to do, right? So. It seems like the top two actions, the top action is almost always something like a fight, and the bottom action is almost always like an investigation, yes. but it comes with it at a price. Yes. And that's the other thing about this is thematically we're trying to stop this ritual or cult ritual going on, and at the end and it becomes this almost a deduction puzzle, right? You're, you're trying to uncover this hidden information. So the more you investigate, the more you learn about the hidden information so that you can all, hopefully in the end, make a, an authoritative guess about how to stop the ritual. Right. Yeah. At the beginning of the game, there are two uh, symbols that are used to uh, can close. Create, close the gate. Or yeah, yeah. But there's, there's the these ritual. two symbols. And then there's uh, scattered around the board are these hidden investigation tokens. And you need to go to a city and investigate to see what it is so you can, by process of elimination, determine what the two hidden ones are. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a nice little deduction, but the, the thing is, it's kind of odd is, instead of just saying, we think it's this, those cards that we had that had initiative on them had those symbols on them. Right. And at the end, when you make a guess, you have to play those cards from your hand, hoping that you have the right symbols right. of what you <laughs> Once think Once you know is. what the symbols are, you also have to have the cards of those yeah. symbols right. to play them. So yeah. it's not <laughs> as just as easy to say, oh, it's those two symbols. Yeah. You didn't have to play the cards to say that's really the two symbols. There was a lot of things about it that were just kind of unique. I don't feel like I've really seen combined in no. that way in a game. So I kind of had to 
give them kudos for taking an Arkham game and giving us something kind of different, quite different. And 45 minutes. I mean, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the best part. Is what you were going to say? Yep. I mean, that's, that's the best part. Is like It feels like a like a fun, full game, yeah. and yet it's only like about 45 Meaty minutes choices, like tough choices. Like, oh, do I want to play this yeah, card yeah. or that card? And, Especially yeah. if you don't have the higher initiative value and you have to make you have to make the best out of the bottom of the card. You have no choice. Yeah, you really do feel like I'm gonna mess this up, <laughs> but I have to do this thing. It's kind of it's kind of great. Like you said, you know, usually when you sit down and play an Arkham game, you're looking. All right, we're gonna invest two hours in this, mm-hmm. right? And with a lot of setup and playtime and setup on this was pretty. You set it up. It, it was or Joel I know set Joel it up. Did, yeah, from Joel Light from Drive Through Review set it up. It didn't take too long to set up. And and there's multiple scenarios in there, right? So you can. Play against one monster, play against easier, one more difficult one, and so forth. So, and and oh, this is a small thing, but speaking of size, small box size. You know, like we're seeing lots of these big box games. This is like a, a lot of game in a small box. Hold on, right now, as I just said, Joel, he's got, Joel Eddie's walking up behind us, and he's got like his hand out, like what, Joel? Get in here. It sounded like a derogatory thing, Joel's long setup. No, 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 no. What were you saying? No, I said that Joel set it up, and it didn't seem like it took long at all. Which game? Uh, final hour. Final, yeah. Oh, yeah. Final. No, take, don't take long. Yeah, so it wasn't derogatory. It was like very complimentary. Okay, I think it was just your tone. <laughs> <laughs> it's an understandable mistake to make, Joel, honestly. He yeah. can't not yes. sound sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice clue. I felt insulted at least six times during this. <laughs> I've gone to the bathroom and wept openly five times. Yeah. You're a mean person. Okay, Tony, hold on. Tell us about the new game that you got to play twice. That was also like a Halloween or a horror themed oh, game. I that, thought you were going to talk about something else. But no, you said the other game. Okay, very good. Because I've, I've actually played a couple of games, which is unusual for Gen Con, which is awesome. I'm glad to do that. And that was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time to get to that point. No, I like it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm waking back up from the discussion on Yeah, Arkham he was having a little I had a question about Arkham Horror, by yes, the way. Yes, ask, oh. ask it. Go ahead. Was there flavor text? There yes, was a little there bit. Was, a little a little bit. bit. Oh, there was there was oh, titles. Man. There was titles there for the cards. Well, also, there's a little a quote underneath uh, underneath uh, whatever the action Big is. Big cards, little cards. Cards, regular size regular cards. cards. No, no, no mini cards. No mini cards. No, there were. Well, the the oh, there was cards, cards and the item cards and the item cards. Yeah, but other than that, there was no mini cards. So other than all those mini cards, there was none. Yeah, right. Exactly. It. Okay. All right. So horrified. Horrified. So I've got to play it twice once. Who's it from? I don't remember. Ravensburger. Ravensburger. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I was or Ravensburger or Ravensburger, right? The, the right, people who made it. Strike, which we'll come <laughs> back to. Oh in a yeah, second. we should talk about Strike soon. No, we yes, will. We but will. let's talk about Horrified. Ah. But Horrified, yes. So here we have a game where you are a co-op and you are trying to defeat the monsters of the what Universal, Universal Studios. Yeah. Universal Studios. Yes. I was thinking the forties, the fifties, Dracula, Wolfman, Invisible Creature Man, Creature of the Black Lagoon. And you know, it takes me back to the times when I was building my reveal monster of oh, the sure. Creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, that's a good, good model. Is it reveal or revel? Revel. 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 Ravaye. I think it is right. Yeah. Ravioli. Okay. So you're working as a team to defeat them on the board. You have similar to the pandemic death track, as I call it. You're trying to keep from. I dying. think it's actually called the death track. Continue. <laughs> or threat track. My dear. Well, the guy. It's was, neither here nor there. Know, when the guy was teaching me, I was yeah. actually Who reading the rule book. He was. <laughs> yeah. that the other night. We, we have picture we, evidence I got a of picture. this. Rodney's teaching it, and Tony's slumped back in his chair reading the rule book. I am standing at the head of the table, commanding attention from everyone except for one gentleman. 
head buried in the rule book. And why was Tony my head? Why was I? I was because you had never played with the mummy, and you weren't sure. You hadn't said, "Well, I don't know this curse thing. Go look that up." And I did as commanded. That's what he said. Do well, you know, therefore, he spent I, a long time in that rule book. A oh, long time. You, you know, see this for off the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of therapy. This is a therapy yeah. session. <laughs> but back to the game. So yes. So think pandemic with monsters. You're trying to defeat the monsters. We had three. The game I played before. There were four. So four diseases. You're yeah. talking about monsters. Uh, yeah, yeah, monsters. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm just you know, unlike pandemic, where all the diseases are effectively the same, every monster in this game has a very yes. unique sort of way of dealing with them and, and fighting them. And I think pretty thematic. Oh yeah, too right. Yeah, yeah, very much. Like Dracula, you run around, smash his coffins, and then defeat him. So if you're smashing his coffins, is that so he can't go to sleep? I think so. He okay. can't. He has nowhere to he has go. Nowhere, yeah. yeah. And the sun nowhere goes up, go. and he's gone. Yeah. And the black lagoon creature, we're chasing him out of town. Yeah. Right. Got to find right. his lair. <laughs> the, but the, the theme of Frankenstein and Frankenstein's bride was pretty good. Yes. You're trying to make them more humane. Right. So that when we meet each other, they'll live happily ever after. Because if they meet each other before then. Then you start to lose again. Like they'll, they'll fight and they, they don't get along, so you got to humanize them first. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. You got to keep them far apart from each other. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, on your player's turn, the the player is going to do his actions based on the character that he's choosing. Each character has a special ability, a limited number of actions. You have some base actions, which is very much like Pandemic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you have some very base actions like move. You have these uh, villagers that are going to show up on the board for some odd reason. They should be staying inside because there's <laughs> monsters on the loose. <laughs> they, got, they got shopping to do. They got shopping. <laughs> they got, they got, they got, to do. They man. gotta go to the mansion. <laughs> they gotta go to the library. <laughs> That's true. They go to the theater. And, and you have to escort them to where they want to go. It's yeah, like, just stay inside. It's just like, call, call a lift, call Uber. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't understand what you're doing. Out here, there's monsters. And they can uh, escalate the death track if the monsters show up on their spaces. Right. Um, and then when it happens, uh, the players do their actions. Then at the end of their actions, you then flip over a monster card. That monsters that are on the card, you either place more items on the board or you place a villager who should be staying inside. Or <laughs> And then you go into the monsters and you activate the monsters. The monsters move towards the various uh, heroes or characters and you roll dice to see if they attack and kill them. And then normally in the games I've played, you always We could just play my tutorial lose. video. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a guy that read the manual. We can't just the audience to discover the rules on their own. <laughs> right, not, these no, right, but right. I will say, do you want to go over the solo rules while you're at it? <laughs> well, you know, when I read the book, it was it was awesome, and he was explaining it. And I was picking it all That's up. Right. So, uh, all in all, clearly you absorbed this, it all. This yeah. game is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> from not from a bad game standpoint, it is brutal. It defeats. It's so oh, it's funny. It's so the the counterpoint to that is the first few times I played it, it was like such a cakewalk. And I think what I've discovered is the number of players you have at the table playing is really going to affect the difficulty, and you have to adjust accordingly. And the rules provide: say, uh, two monsters is a novice level, three monsters is standard, four is advanced. Well, I think that's true if you have like four players, but if you have two players, you might want to add in that extra monster mm -hmm. because you need to play it to see how that works. But it's a simple fix, but I think that's kind of required. Mm -hmm. But our game tonight was, I would say, a pretty that was a good, game. good, tense. Yeah. It was like, good. We lost. It was good. But we also we also made some mistakes. When you say, Murray, like, a couple of things we thought afterwards, oh, we've done this, we might have, yeah. yeah. I, I think we didn't play well at the beginning of the game like you yeah. and Joel said. You know. And then we, then we sorted it out. You know? but we also but had some dumb luck. I mean, there were some yeah. some things in there where things just appeared in our spaces. Yeah, but I'm trying to be helpful. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, <laughs> but when Rodney's over here rolling blanks, which are good on yeah. the dice, yeah. we had some incredible luck with the yes, dice. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope, you're right. From this game's standpoint, though, 
it's so brutal that I want to play it again. Yeah. yeah. I want to keep it's going challenging. again. It's challenging. You can try different combinations of monsters different combinations, and heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting, we played two co-op games. We, we lost both, and they felt still different, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they were different, and I enjoyed both of them. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was very... It was very it, it, the danger was there. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, if he moves here, I'm going <laughs> right, to die, yeah. or he's going to kill Mrs. Plum at the mansion, or whatever <laughs> it was. What was interesting between the two is uh, Horrified was all about discussing and talking about co op strategies, whereas Final Hours, like, you, you can't, can't hardly talk yeah. Yeah. at all. Hmm. They tried to keep it down. Well, before we run out of time, let's go ahead and talk about well, the event. Well, I got something we else to talk about. It's something that we teased in the last episode. Now, Mr. Smith, you know, I pick at you, and we have a good time we're good friends here but there is something i'm very concerned about okay all right you recently burn yourself please. okay yes you recently released a video about how when you do the box flip yes correct all right the box list by the way i have a question that box twirl versus flip doesn't you know twirl goes around flip goes yes. over one end over end but in, anyway that's beside the point right um, Things are different in Canada. I'm concerned. Dave's well traveled. Yes, he is. Um, I'm concerned about your safety, sir. Yes. You think yes. I should wear a helmet in my videos? No, no, that's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> okay. Because well, first you don't have safety glasses on. You have your regular glasses. Right. So I'm not worried. You're flipping a box. Yes. And others are doing this too. And you don't put any. You know, professionals should do this. <laughs> You're worried I'm spreading a dangerous activity amongst impressionable well, people. Their, I, well, I believe in Darwin. Well, I hadn't considered that. I believe in it. <laughs> you know, I believe in the Darwin principle. You know, the weak should fall out. Right. Okay. But, but my concern for you, sir, is your money makers can get hurt, and those are your hands. Think about your videos, sir. Yeah. Your well, hands are always what we see the most true. of. Yes. And you are flipping a dangerous cornered shot box. I could just see that going up and that box coming down and just slicing you. And then when you start talking about the video, all of a sudden all we see are bandaged hands. Right. So I am very have you, you, you thought have a, about you have mechanic? deep concern for my channel. I really appreciate it. you are a good friend. Uh, I, Marty's never expressed that concern to me ever. Don't you think that, that the danger element is like a draw? Like people are gonna mm, start watching mm, now to see yeah. will he lose digits lose a limb yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or take an eye or something adds a little bit of je ne sais quoi that's French for <laughs> that's you Canadians yeah, yeah, yeah. that means I don't know <laughs> I'm convinced personally I think you ought to up it up a little bit have you ever thought about lighting the boxes on fire no I have never considered that ever it's never crossed my I, mind once again I'm not asking you to push the safety like someone on this yeah. channel I'm asking you to consider maybe mechanic gloves or something to protect your hands hand safety those are your money makers sir his hands are the money makers well, think about it. what do you see in the videos the most? It's not it's a lot of my it's hands. Not that it's, a lot, it's true. It's a lot well, of my hands. You could use a hand model. George Costanza was a hand model in Seinfeld until he Look, grabbed I, onto I an iron. I just feel like I feel like my audience deserves, you know, authentic, a little bit of authentic danger. And you know does I mean? that include having the boxes full of content? <laughs> oh, those suckers are empty. Oh yeah, they're very oh, empty. Yeah, they're very now, you know what the thing is? I came to the convention here. The very first thing we, we spoke about Ravensburger, right? I went by the booth and she said. She pulls out her camera, puts the camera video on. Uh, you're going to flip a box now. <laughs> I said, okay. And she, she passed me a box. It was full. And said, now give this a flip. And I, I'll be honest. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can pull this off. Flip, catch. It was perfect. Of course wow. it was. Yeah, yeah. It's like you throwing blanks tonight. It's one of those you? things where I'm starting to believe my own powers. You know I mean? <laughs> like, like initially, come on, let's be honest. The box is empty. Maybe I'm not that good. And I was like, maybe I am that good. <laughs> what can't you do? Yeah, I wonder. He's got beautiful hands. I'm going to go backflip off this table right now. It'll be fine. <laughs> hey, we, we have flipped a table. We have. We have flipped a table 360 degrees, that's and it's true. on video. That's so. also on video. I oh, saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now, there's something else that's also very impressive. 
that we need to talk about, and that was your meetup tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, so tonight was our annual uh, strike tournament. This is our third annual event over at the Old Spaghetti Factory. We had about 100 people show up. Yep. Uh, they had a great time. I think they had a great time. They seemed it was, to. Oh, had for a sure. a bunch yeah, yeah. of special guests, including you guys that came out. Thank you so much for supporting it. We had amazing support from our sponsors. Miniature Market gave away uh-huh. an incredible bag. Did they ever? Oh, man. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, so it's going to be on, their, on our, their website, so you need to go check it out. It's a, it's a gorgeous bag for basically carrying games. It's a backpack. It has a handle. But then we played a strike tournament, and... Uh, 3P! 3P! Yes, 3P, yes. 3P. the Gladiators in the arena won again. Again. Yes. And it was, it was an amazing... We saw dice in a bowl. It had to be at least 10 dice in hand. Yeah. yeah. Versus, versus that was BJ, wasn't it, from Board Game Yes, it was. It was. And he was, he was whittling away. He pulled out an empty arena, <laughs> yes. and she had to roll. And... Almost all of them match. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And she and it was just like, oh my gosh! And then slowly, slowly the tide turned. You could feel it. You could feel the. You could feel shooting. yourself in the arena, couldn't you? Yeah. Right. You could the feel crowds the cheering. Yeah. What was amazing was is that we had six people. We had it ended up the tournament being three f- that represented gladiators in the arena, and three that represented dice in the bowl, and they whittled down until the final two. One was gladiators <laughs> in the arena, and one was oh, dice wow. in the pole. Yeah. It was super exciting yeah, it to was watch. Really good. It's always a fun time. Yeah, and we can't thank the people who participated, gave to the meetup for the giveaways, Plan B. I mean, uh, uh, Rodney's, um, channel, Rodney's con- channel contributing, yeah. Chaz's channel contributing. Um, so. And then Game Toppers, uh, just keep going down the list. Oh, Restoration yeah. Games, Miniature Market, Joey Minson, of course, Portal Games, Gray Fox Games. <laughs> I could keep going, but I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing to do. And look, every year you guys do it, I'll be there for it. Yeah, it was a blast. My first time there, and it really did feel like. There was just like a, a groundswell of support and love for you guys, and it was it was cool to just be in the room and, and experience it. Cool, I, having listened to it many times. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad you guys made it. Yeah, My wife right. was already like, oh, "Where's the pictures?" And I was like, "I was so in the headspace of trying to keep things right. I didn't yeah. get any pictures. So few people. If you have any pictures, please share them on Twitter and tag us so we can grab some of those shots. You took a video, I did, took some which videos. I appreciate I, you I took a video of the yeah. um. Of the, of the championship. Yeah. And right. when Rob Warren was sitting there doing a video. He did. He shot a lot of video. Yeah. He shot a lot of video. Thanks to Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy. Rob's uh, Tabletop World. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, please do about painting miniatures. He does an amazing job on those things. An amazon job. But he was sitting there behind me doing it, and he was commentating through the whole thing about how it was going, who was winning the tide. He was he was making color commentary. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, gentlemen, I know it is getting late. Ronnie, you got to get. Actually, I got to get up early too because yeah, I'm doing the right. uh, the early show, the uh, Chaz and Marty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a jingle and everything. And the Chaz will not admit it. <laughs> Chaz and Marty in the morning. <laughs> And he, he just won't uh, accept it. Dave, I'm so glad you got to join us. It, is, it has been like, gosh. Two years since I've seen you, man. Probably about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. Uh, Dave and, and, and Rodney yeah. and, and, and Rich and I all kind of, we met together in, in L.A. Place, a few yeah. years ago. And then and ever had, since then, we, we just. Fantastic time. And then we just kind of keep up and we chat and everything. And even Sorry, Tony. Hey, this is my one. I'm glad I finally got to meet you. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the 
HR puff and stuff horrific hands. Oh, this oh. is actually a really cool shirt. It does no good on a podcast, no. but it's, uh, it, it's we'll, uh, we'll post lots of pictures. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's really cool. It's so, a mashup of the Misfits and uh, HR puff and stuff. I, so I can't wait to see what you think tomorrow on the floor. Yeah, yeah. When you go yeah. in and see and experience First this, I will try and uh, record my thoughts as I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much uh, thanks, for thanks for, for coming on. Yeah. Have a great rest of the con. And uh, Tony, you got anything? Is no, he's uh, he's probably his pretty much done over here. No, I'm done. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. hey, on the I'm stop just basking in the uh, victory of Gladiator. Oh my gosh! Yeah, for one more year, <laughs> that's right. It is Gladiator. Be in thankful arena. I can't find the squirrel suit. That would have been a third. Year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. All right. Thanks again, gentlemen. Yeah. Good night. Absolutely. Right now, we are at the big secret cabal meetup on Saturday night, and y'all, I am so excited to have a special guest on the show. It's the first time this person has ever been in the U.S. And how did he come on our show? I don't know how. He accidentally walked into the room, and it was like, uh uh-oh, I guess I'm in front of a microphone, so we're going to record now. What the most... (laughs) Pro- Hold prolific. On. The bathroom is down there on the left. <laughs> <That's Okay. right. laughs> One of the most prolific designers in this hobby. If you've been in this hobby for a minute, any amount of time, then you'll know the name Stefan Feld. Stefan, welcome to our humble little show. Thank you very much. Welcome. Hi. Hello. And uh, yeah, welcome. Is that welcome? Is that, we, we we sat with Academy Games, and he was trying to teach us some German today. It did not go well. Oh, it's functioned very good. It functioned uh, very good. So if you don't know, Stefan Feld has designed some amazing games like Castles of Burgundy, one of my all-time favorite games, Trajan, Carpe Diem, the list can go on and on. And he is here visiting with Queen Games, right? It's Queen yes, Games. yes. Is, it, is there any game that you're promoting while you're here or just uh, you want to come and hang out? With Merlin. Uh, yeah. I mean, we got Merlin, but... Uh, we'll yeah, Merlin. The new expansion uh, is uh, shown at the booth this year. And so I have contact with Radchev. Radchev is the the chief from Queen Games, and he said, um, "Stefan, will you come to GenCon?" And and I say, "Yes." Okay. And w- and what do you think of this madness? Ah, it's how, how, well. How does it compare to Essen as well? Yeah, uh, two it, questions. It's great. Uh, in Essen, uh, the people are angry and it's loud. And <laughs> people it's, are it, angry. It's, no. Uh, yeah, and it's <laughs> here in in the USA. Um, oh, it's great. The people are all friendly and, and it's not so loud like in Essen. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's a, a good show. I haven't the time to look around uh, and look at games, but but uh, in Essen there's more a fair. Here in in uh, Gen Con it's it's more a convention with playing areas and and it's a, a big family where uh, people come together to play in Essen or more to to buy things and yes. Oh yes, so here we got basically 65,000 people coming around to just hang around and, and play games. Now there's a lot of buying, don't get me wrong. Yeah, okay. But once the uh, the convention center closes down, you can walk around anywhere and thousands and thousands of people are just sitting around a table playing a game all night long. 
Essen, I did not realize that they're just there. I mean, I had always heard that they play full games at Essen where we just, they're running demos. For demos. Yeah. yeah. They run, they, do they, at, at Essen, do they play full games when they demo the, the game? The entire game. I don't know uh, if they fine. were for four, but uh, I play um, much prototypes for me with the with, uh, publishers and I show my new prototypes. Mm -hmm. And uh, next year, this year, there will be no um, new game. Okay. The, the rebrand of Castle of Burgundy. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Traffic. Yep. Uh, but 2020, uh, there will be some things um, with Hall Games, the German publisher of Luna and yes. uh, Ecosphere or Oracle of Delphi. Um, in USA, TMG makes the games. The TMG, yeah. yes, TMG. yes, that's yeah. right, yes. Uh, there will be a, a Stefan Feld-like expert game. Um, and with Queen Games, we play something special, a miniature game from me. Oh, oh, look out now. Is that next year? Uh, I don't know. Don't know? Uh, don't know. Perhaps 2021. 20, uh, a miniature uh, game. Yes. Wow. Is it going to be a point salad miniature game? Yes, a little bit. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Euro style Stefan Feld meets American style uh, miniature game. But... Oh come on! That sounds that sounds really good. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, how many games are you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on uh, five to seven games at a time. Wow! Um, some little ones, family game style. Yeah, family game. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. No. Three expert games and so on and. Yeah, so five to up to seven uh, games. In all different levels, like you said, yeah, from family yeah. games to ones that are a lot more heavy or, you know, a yeah, lot more yeah, complicated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn to ask. <laughs> it's your turn to ask. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> Should I ask you uh, something? Uh, go for it. This is, we, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be, interview, we'll be interviewed yeah, okay. on our own show. Go. Uh, why are you so good, nice looking guys? Um, who are you talking to? Because it's not us. But well, we do a podcast, so that's kind of interesting. You yeah, say that we don't we we don't do YouTube videos <laughs> because of these faces. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, how was the flight over? I'm curious. Did you have a good flight? Yes, uh, eight I, eight hours from uh, Germany to New York. Mm -hmm. I uh, were uh, two days in New York. To visit oh. USA. So you got wow. to you got to stay in New York City for a little while. Yeah. How was that? Oh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> How does it compare to like Frankfurt oh, okay. uh, or Berlin or? All is very big. It's bigger than all I uh, see in in Germany. It's very crowded. It's uh, but it's it's fantastic. It's it's uh, I'm impressed um, of that town. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to see. There's it's yeah. it's hard to take in in just two days. Two days. Yeah. Did you stay in Manhattan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. you go to Central Park or anything? Yeah, Central oh, okay. Park. That's nice. The, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Times Square. Uh, Times Square, yeah, of course, and uh, the Museum of 9/11. Uh, oh yes. Uh, yeah. Impressive. I I now I can understand uh, the the. 
Oh, well, my English is so bad. Yeah. No, no, you're doing very American. well. Yeah, 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 the yeah, meaning, I, yes. yeah I, I can. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's 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 very. Uh, I'm very. It's very emotional. Emotional. Yes. Very emotional. Yes. And then I come to Gen Con and it's great. So when I was in Germany on vacation, I went on vacations. I don't Here we know. go. Here, we, Here go. we go. Now, one thing I want to know: we were at Cologne. I'm handing stuff on. Okay. My phone. Yes. Yes. The have dome. you ever climbed? Have you ever climbed to the top? Of yes. the Cologne. You have. Pair two fuß with my feet. I go the steps upstairs. My height fear got to me. I had to stop. I was like, oh, this is scary. Your height fear? My, my fear Your of heights. Your fear of heights? Okay. My, height fear, my fear of heights. Either way. They, do they both You're, work? His English is better than yours and is. We've always known <laughs> Ignacy's English is better than my English. In Germany, you put the words together. High fear... Uh, Höhenangst and fear of heights. Heights. Yeah, yes. Heights. Okay. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. That was your question. Is he climbed the stairs? Well, it's interesting. We have one of me. the most brilliant designers sitting in this table. It's like, Maybe did you he, climb those stairs? Well, you you should see this place. Uh, it's it's an amazing. It's, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Now he may have had inspiration when he was ascending to the heavens. Who knows? Well, okay. Speaking of inspiration, where do you get inspiration for your games? That's hard to say. Sometimes I'm uh, under the shower, and ah, there's an idea. Sometimes I'm sit down at the table and think about mechanism and. Uh, design a game so it's yeah is it mechanism first or theme ah mechanism all the people know that <laughs> <laughs> my themes are pasted on uh, okay yeah so, so that is so funny you say that because when we say that we make it sound like that's bad but now you're admitting oh yeah I just paste on a theme to yeah. this really cool mechanic yeah. but, but the, the mechanics are solid and the gameplay is outstanding I understand no, I, I do, but even though you say that, when I play a game like Trajan, when I'm looking at the board and everything, you took some really cool mechanisms, and, and the way that you do things fits the theme of the game. Yeah. For the gameplay, it's, it's important that some things uh, uh, come together. Come together with a theme for the logical, logical play style. But yeah, my, my prototypes have no names. I called all my uh, prototypes uh, town manager or uh, island manager or Bora Bora was, yeah, Bora Bora was island manager in, uh, <laughs> or um, Carpedia manager uh, or um, yes, uh, another example was... Um, and Notre Dame church manager, yeah, Paris manager, a brown cube, orange cube, yeah, blue cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you sit down to play a game, what's one of your favorite mechanisms? Oh, that's okay, good. Okay, yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's important that it's a, f a fresh mechanism. Uh, Newton, uh, uh, Newton, the card mechanism is is very good. Okay. And uh, so I I look at at a player the games and and say oh this is outstanding the game must not be very good but mm -hmm. when i see a, a mechanism i i think oh good work worker placement or uh, drafting or uh, things like that where the people say oh that's that mechanism 
Not for me. It's okay and, and I play, but... Well, how about uh, this? Something more specific. What's some of your favorite games to play? When it's like, you know what? I just want to sit down and play a game. What are you going to pull no, off the no, shelf? See, we don't want to put him in trouble with the other designers. Now, you know, Ignacy has said... Well, he can say he doesn't have to answer. No, I, I can answer. Thank I, you. I, I, I play the older games okay. from, from the three great... Um, German designer, Wolfgang Kramer, Rainer Gnitzia and Klaus Teuber. Wolfgang Kramer, El Grande or Ratcha, mm -hmm. a, a more unknown uh, a game from Teuber, not Katan, uh, Löwenherz, um, Lionheart. Lionheart. We've played game. that, yes. Yeah, very good game. And from Gnitzia, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal yes. Yeah, yeah, very good. We actually, uh, Taj Mahal was re-released last year here in the U.S., and we played it for the first time, and mm, we have a, a yearly award we give to games. That won our best reprint of the year yeah, award. Yeah. Taj Mahal is good. Yeah, That's a good. solid yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever play any... Oh boy, over here we call them Ameritrash games or very thematic games, stuff based more on dice rolls and luck. Do you enjoy any type of those? Yes, I like it a lot. Uh, I play party games, Ameritrash games. Uh, the people don't think that, but I are playing this game. Yeah. Yep, you're a gamer. Cool, yeah. Do you play RPGs, role playing games? Yeah, um, yeah. Now I have not the time to play <laughs> role-playing games, but uh, in my youth, uh, I'm a, a, uh, yeah, a big um, player from role-playing games. Uh, there's a German uh, one, Midgard, not known in, in, in America, or um, Rollmaster. Uh, in this time, I play that. Two questions left. What? Let's see. What's one thing that you can tell the audience that they may not have ever known about Mr. Stefan Feld. Is there something? It doesn't have to be about games. Is there a hobby or something that you like that like people may not know this about me, but I like this or like doing this? Okay, play uh, design games is a hobby for yes. me. Uh, I'm have a real life uh, job. Job. <laughs> yeah, job. <laughs> what is yeah. your job? Yeah, I'm the principal of a German gymnasium. Uh, it's it's like a high school college uh, uh, there. I thought your full-time job was designing games. No, no, you, no. You're a principal at a school, yes. and you design games on the side, and he's juggling six to seven games at one time. Come on. And we can't even do a little podcast every two weeks, and this man's designing these amazing games. Yeah. Okay, I'm ashamed. <laughs> yeah. I'm ashamed. Yeah. Okay, another thing, I, I, I act as a, a theater actor in a hobby group. Uh, with We have one, um, one play a year, and oh, that's yeah, You're an actor, yeah. yeah. A hobby actor, but hobby actor. still. But you have fun. Yeah. What, what, even if, if we don't even know if it's German, what play is it? Criminal play. Okay. Um, Arsene and Ar Arson and... Um, uh, there were none. It's one uh, game where uh, from Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. Like okay. The, uh, oh, yeah. okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. And one last question that we ask all of our guests on the show. We're going to ask ready. it. Then we'll explain why in a second. Tony, go ahead. If you maintain your own grass lawn, what type of lawnmower do you use? Push the grass, mow grass, cut grass. Sheep cutting grass. I, I will 
let it grow and i cut it not you don't catch your own okay you don't cut your yard okay that's fair that that is a fair statement yes in fact uh i get yelled at a lot for not cutting my yard enough too yeah so that's okay well there we go (laughs) he lets it grow probably probably have a garden grow yeah you have a garden yes but there's no grass because it's too hard to <laughs> <laughs> to mow. To mow. Yes. I have uh, stones and uh, uh, terrasse. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And 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 last thing. So, is there is there anything you said that you got some stuff that you're working on, but you can't announce anything yet? So we have the Merlin expansion that's coming out from Queen Games. So if uh, you have Merlin, uh, now, yes. Yep. If you if you have Merlin, go get the expansion. If you don't have Merlin, go buy Merlin. Then get the expansion. Yes. And is it too early to tell us what's coming up next, or we have to wait till next year? It's not clear what will come. The publishers uh, decide uh, when, which game will come out. But uh, yeah, at some South American theme game by uh, Hall Games, TMG. Okay. Um, the miniature game, I, I don't know. Uh, Italian card game, Urbanio, uh, uh, we blend with uh, Queen Games. So um, I'm, I'm self-surprised about which game will come next. <laughs> right. Uh, you, you just walk into a store and all of a sudden, oh, well, there's oh, yeah. that game I was working on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yes, yeah, that is. Uh, Mr. Feld, thank you so thank much you. for coming on the show. It has been an honor. Uh, this this was totally unexpected. We had no clue this was going to happen, so I apologize to our audience. It's like they're probably yelling at us, why didn't you ask him this? Because 30 seconds before he came on, Queen Games said, hey, Stefan said he would come on the show for, with you for a little bit, and so he did. Again, and we said, you're... You're kidding, right? Yeah, you're joking. So we're sitting here, with us. So half of this interview, we're just we're sitting here with our mouth, mouths open, stunned that we're sitting here with them. So, oh, we can say that there is the uh, new enhanced version of uh, Castles of Burgundy yes, coming out yes, next yes. year. That looks really good. I'm glad to see it's getting like a, a special version or, yeah, or so a deluxe with, with version. new graphics this autumn, uh, it, it will come uh, with new graphics and... Uh, all the old expansions are inside, and one new expansion is. Oh, a nice. new expansion. Nice. nice. Once again, thank, thank you, you so much for coming out, coming back, and we hope you have safe travels back, and I hope we see you in the U.S. again and at Gen Con in the future. Yes. It's an honor for me to be here with these two people. Oh, oh stop, yeah, stop, yeah, stop. And vielen Dank, dass ich da sein durfte. That you must turn, translate for the other one. Oh, no. He uh, just said something. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get we'll it. it <laughs> Thank I'm you. A, I'm a teacher, so I have an exercise for you. Okay, well, Thank then I'll, I'll be, I'll be listening to this recording and see if I get that deciphered. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Welcome. Boy, oh boy, is the Broken Token booth buzzing here at Gen Con. They have a huge, big, beautiful booth. It is packed every day. They are selling out of items. And if you aren't at Gen Con, that is a-okay. Because at any time, you can go over to thebrokentoken.com and order their products from there. Make sure to join their newsletters. They are constantly releasing brand new organizers and products. Again, you can find them over at thebrokentoken.com. Oh, 
right, Marty, I'm kicking this segment off, and I would like oh to change Oh, my gosh. Name. This is uh, going to be oh. a nightmare. This is a this is. Well, I don't know what's going to happen here because we're sitting around a table with a lot of different people. Thank goodness for that because we don't have to carry the show anymore. Well, let's start. Well, what about, let's say it's Saturday night. It's oh, Saturday. yeah. Saturday oh, night. Oh, man. At the Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast Meetup at right. Gen Con. Do, do it. Do that it. Was pretty good. Do it. Welcome to the Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast. That is some skill. Uh, that is that some straight out that skill. And that Minus. is Rob from Blue Peg Pink Peg that's on. And also we have Tony from the Secret Cabal. What's up? Now hold on. This is people don't believe the two Tonys exist. So we had to make it happen so that both Tonys we're on the same show, and it's happening now. It's podcast magic. It, it should be fair that Tony's just doing a voice right now. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Antimatter and matter. The worlds are colliding. Yeah. But, that's, but okay. that's not all. We keep going around the table, and Christina from Blue Peg Pink Peg is here. Woohoo! That was it. Woo! Wow. Wait, wee hee! That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and going all the way around the table, we have Alicia from Man vs. Meeple. Well, and, I mean, and Man some... vs. Meeple adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and David. Yeah, David's here. Yeah, David. Yeah. I, I'm here too. That's right. David Waybright from Man vs. Meeple. Hello, everybody. So we got six people sitting around this table. It is the last night of Gen Con. <laughs> that was Tony. I don't do this level of enthusiasm. <laughs> no, so you know. no, you don't. So let's just do this. Let's just make this easy. Christina, we're going to start with you. Why okay. don't you share one thing, one story, one anecdote, or one game of something <laughs> that you're going to remember from this Gen Con. David's laughing, so you must know something. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's going to say. This is a family show. I, yeah, it's, it's a family show. situation. No it's a PG, maybe 13. Yeah, no. Okay, so I was super excited. One of my top games I wanted to pick up was Mystery House. Um, and I went over, and they were only selling a limited amount of copies. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get in line. Went over, sold out. Oh. Missed my bowl already. So what is Mystery House? Because it looked cool. Yeah, so Mystery House is essentially, um, I don't want to say it's an escape room game, but it's a cooperative game where the box... So then don't say it's an escape I'm, room game. I didn't. That okay. was Tony, obviously, who said that. To Tony's like, why am I even here? <laughs> the other Tony. We got to distinguish the two Tonys here because the grumpy Tony, Tony could also be sitting here with his... With his uh, Tony T. Okay, Tony T and Grumpy Tony. And Got it. Just All me. right. Okay, so it's a cooperative app-driven game where you um, the Did you box say drinking game app-driven <laughs> app-driven game. <laughs> and um, With this crew, the box is a house, and there are little slots where you put cards in, and you're essentially looking into the box to see your viewpoint. And based on your viewpoint that you look at, that's the the things in the app that you choose and it tells you that you found a key or it needs you to solve a riddle and so you're working together collect things um, and then as you collect things you pull the slots out of the box and you, then it allows you to look more further into the room am i on the show right now oh my gosh because <laughs> i would like to point out that, that you guys Chris are you guys, cabal, you guys are having a show during our meetup what well, we're promoting your meetup I, I well i i understand but the meetup's happening right now no one who's listening to the show is going to be able to be here but but we want to tell people for in the future when they come to gym con how this is like the must place be i can't even talk i know right? <laughs> that's fair <laughs> 
Zero is the sad what? part. This is just me in general. When you were talking about an editing nightmare, I was worried that was a little preemptive, but I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll let you go. I was just con- I was confused the fact that there was a podcast going on in the back of our meetup. Well, again, it's to promote you. This is all about you, Chris. All about you. I love you. We love you too, Chris. Yeah. All right. Well, Tony, continue talking to these other people. So you pull the cards out. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what kind of card? I'm never going to (laughs) leave. You pull the cards out of the house, and then that allows you to have a further perspective into the the house or the building. Cannot, Christina cannot get through this as Isaac Childress now just walked into the room. Tell everybody hi, Isaac. I forgot what game we were talking about. Uh, Mystery House. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Isaac Childress uh, coming to you from... I should get closer. Yeah, I should uh, need to get okay. closer. Okay. Uh, hello, this is Isaac Childress coming to you from... this. Or are we Are we? This is traveling? for Rolling Dice and Taking Names podcast. Because I heard so something about this was being recorded on Wednesday. No, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. <laughs> Get it because it sold out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So what? What are we talking about here? Oh, uh, we're talking about Mystery House. But Mystery it looked House. really cool. It looks really cool. And the reason I was looking at it is because it is, is doing something in a game I've never seen before. So I was looking for that innovative thing, and it would be something fun for Harper to play. So that's the game that I saw people picking up at the demo table, looking inside of it, yes. and had all the holes and everything. Yeah, it's. it's oh, I thought maybe there was an animal in there, and it was making sure the air holes weren't being plugged, and it was still alive. That was definitely a game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Mari, we'll never get around if you keep interjecting. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let them talk and then we'll move on. Tony T, what what experience or game something can you share? It's always talking to people that's the best part about Gen Con. Yes. Yes. He went serious. Is it serious? No, no, I'm kidding, Tony. He's Tony. I I got to talk to Stephen Fell for a little bit. That was cool. I got to talk to um, David Thompson. Hopefully that's, I'm saying that right. Uh, The designer of War Chest. That was cool. And Undaunted Normandy. Yeah, he has a new game, Undaunted Normandy, which actually I had an interesting conversation about him about that. He actually said that he was designing Undaunted Normandy before he designed War Chest. And War Chest is actually derivative of that game because he wanted something that was more deterministic. So Undaunted has a lot of like dice rolling from what I understand and there's a little bit of like swing from the randomness, but War Chest is very deterministic, very like what you play is what happens. So it's cool to talk to him. It's just awesome to see people. I've been here so many times now where it's like you you just start to know people. Yeah. And you can come to a con and just be like, oh, oh, hey, 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 hey. And there's all these people you know. And that's just really cool. We've always said it's kind of like summer camp for gamers. Yeah. <laughs> for adult children. Yes. For, for, <laughs> yeah. And the way some people are acting tonight is, is, is crazy. All right. Go around the table. Rob. Uh, speaking of adult children. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, so um, I had probably one of the coolest um, gaming experiences that I've ever had Ever. I got to go to lunch with Stefan Feld, which was maybe in a, a segment before or after us, uh, editing before. magic. Edging, editing magic. But we got to go to lunch with him. We did expose uh, Stefan whoa. Whoa. to whoa, whoa. Uh, to whoa. peanut butter and jelly wings. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that was a decision we made. We all made it. We're all we're all adults. Uh, but yeah, so um, I got to have a beer with him. We talked about all kinds of things. I don't know. That was, I mean, I, Christina took a picture of us, and I'm sitting there, I look like a, I'm giddy as a schoolgirl. So, 
Rob, before we did this, was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to have lunch with my favorite board game designer. Isaac, how do you feel about that? Oh! I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I- <laughs> To be fair, uh, we did talk about Isaac. I was like, you know what? Isaac might have had a problem with this. But he was like, oh, that's okay. He was the, su- he was the sweetest guy ever. And I was, you know, I don't know. I was, I mean, at one point we walked away and he gave us all hugs. And I was, that was probably the pinnacle of my Gen Con experience was having uh, peanut butter and jelly wings. Uh, and he, he ordered a Samuel Adams. I'm like, oh, let's get anything. He's like, I don't know, Samuel Adams. Uh, that was by far one of the coolest experiences I ever had. I'm kind of hurt. I would thought this would have been the coolest experience you ever. No, had. no, you know, there's levels. Right, right under it. Right oh. under it. There's levels. I mean, with Isaac. Now, I love Isaac, but whenever I play a game with Isaac, he kicks my uh, buttocks in games, and it makes me feel horrible. Right. Well, uh, did you get to play a game with Stefan Feld? I did not, but I didn't want to take our relationship to that level yet. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm pretty oh. sure he would kick your butt. Too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I'm not good at board games, but um, it. It was, it was, it was, it was great. It was, it was great. Right. No, I mean, I mean, you can't see it right now, but there's a a tear just running down my cheek from just the, the, I don't know, the feelings I had from it. So that was probably my, by far, at this point, I mean, it's still Saturday night. Things could happen. Things could get crazy. (laughs) But as of right now, that was the best experience I had at Gen Con. That sounds like a challenge. Oh Oh my God. Gotcha, Isaac. David Waybreak. Well, oh, I'm before, sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Before Mr. Waybreak, so let me understand this. This, you said that was by far your best. So where would the RDTM meet up after? Did, Isaac, did you eliminate him in strike or? Oh no, we were actually we were at the same table, but we were on different sides oh, okay. of it. So yeah, we weren't actually. We never actually fought each other. Uh, Danny is the one who eliminated me from the tournament. And at the end of the day, Christina represented our table. Uh, Christina, how did you do in the in the semifinals? Uh, poorly. That's sad. That's very poorly. <laughs> yeah, she she lost. I lost. I lost. Danny was supposed to play, and mm-hmm. you yeah no, you lost. I did. Can we talk? Let's talk about but that. The gladi- a bit. gladiators in the arena won the Whoa! whole thing. Woo! <laughs> Um, let's talk about the, uh, the you guys put on a terrific, okay. uh, you know, if you and, and the future, future Gen Cons, you want to get a ticket to the spaghetti event. I was sitting at the table with Isaac and <laughs> he had the entire time sitting in his lap. Uh, one of the uh, races, the factions that you will see in Gloomhaven sitting in his lap, staring at me the entire time <laughs> as I was eating spaghetti. It was awful unnerving. It, it was that is unnerving. What is that thing? It's a vermling mind thief. It's the cutest, cuddliest creature in the Gloomhaven yeah. universe. By cutest and cuddliest, that not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my turn. Is it my? Is it my? I turn don't know. Around? I could talk about the spaghetti dinner some more, but yeah, if you got a thing, David, go ahead, jump in. So I won't go on too long, but I've been to oh, a, here we go. An, an, a number of Gen Cons. Uh, I've seen a lot of big things. We saw Keyforge last year. It was kind of a cool event. We all walked away with it. We saw some new games this year that were pretty exciting from FFG again. There's a lot of big things that happened in Gen Con. My favorite thing of all time, though, not just this Gen Con, but of all time, was when we went to lunch with Travis from Queen and convinced Rob that it was Stefan Feld. <laughs> that we were what? With. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to break it to him, but I thought this moment after that heartfelt uh, pouring, uh, it was the best pumped. time. Did I mention I cried? <laughs> the okay, worst, no, the no. worst thing is that Travis eats peanut butter and jelly wings <laughs> every day. 
<laughs> All right, Isaac's now my favorite again. Oh, God. No, I mean, I can hardly follow that, but I would, I mean, having lunch with Stefan Feld, I can't, I have to say the same thing. I was there too. It was an amazing, amazing time. Stefan Feld, I don't know that I'd say I'm as big a fan as Rob, but I am probably maybe the second, third biggest fan I know. So hold on. Let me go get Stefan Feld because he's here right now, and we can just say that you're really not a big fan of his. No, I'm a huge fan of oh, Stefan okay, Feld. Okay. And, you know, he, and, and I'll just say this. We just said it over and over. He is the sweetest guy. We meet a lot of designers, and they're all pretty nice. I mean, Isaac excluded. Yeah, yeah Isaac's great. Isaac's great. <laughs> he still has a full-time job, you know. I know. Like, he's a principal at a high a, school. He's a high um, school principal. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. And if you've been listening to the episode, you just heard that in our previous segment. So it, 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 we can say it again. That's fine. Right, exactly. We, we found out first, Marty, okay? <laughs> we found out first. Oh, oh, that was definitely pointed out multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> say about that one of the things he said and he might have said it in the last segment uh was that he wants to keep it out of his school imagine going to school and your principal was stefan feld like that is amazing just to you're think such about a dork that. man I, <laughs> I don't own it but yeah i lost my mind he's like yeah i don't i don't i don't tell my kids that i'm like what how is that not a thing yeah i mean it was amazing so i'm gonna i'm gonna pass it over to isaac uh, right. I'm sure it's going to be about Gloomhaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody's heard, but you know, this game Gloomhaven. Uh, I've never heard of it. It's, it's yeah, just you should. the number one game in the world. <laughs> oh, and then what? It almost broke Steam and everything else is happening with it. So congratulations. Broke on your Steam? Team. Oh, thank you. Oh, you mean it was number one on Steam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so we're doing like like best moments, that's, that sort of thing. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like, tease people too much but like uh -oh. i think the best thing for me about gen con is like some of the meetings i've had over the the past few days like uh go on i so i can't get into specifics oh. so that's that's the problem but nobody just, listens to this show anyway <laughs> isaac go ahead and say it but there's a lot of exciting things uh sort of prelim in preliminary talks at the moment there were that yeah i think like the next year or two for the Cephalofera games in Gloomhaven are going to be pretty, pretty exciting. I'm excited about it. Um, well, we're yeah. excited that you're excited, but how how is the Gloomhaven sales going? Uh, That's kind of personal. Well, I Gloomhaven mean, sales yeah, are, are great. I mean, it's been out for oh long. yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah, it continues to sell. Uh, obviously, you know. I mean, we saw we saw a couple of them set up, or I did at the hotel lobby where we're staying at the Hyatt. Oh, Regency. nice. So that I mean, they were breaking it out. I'm like, you go, guys. Yeah, I mean, we've like finally caught up with this huge demand that we had. So now we're finally able to like keep it in stock in stores, which is nice because people aren't angry at us anymore. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I will say though that there is an announcement uh, about a a future expansion uh, that's uh, quarter four this year. We're going to be making a big announcement. So. Oh. So tease, that's, tease. that's what I can say at the so, moment. So you're making the announcement in quarter four. Yes. Oh my god, I can't take it anymore. All right, people, <laughs> people keep coming to the room. So let's hear some more stories. Jamie, who hey is now. Who, who is hosting this magnificent event? Is this Jamie or drunk Jamie? This is both of them. <laughs> <laughs> what, who do I got with me here? What's one event from this show or a game or something that, uh, oh, here, you just, just go. Yeah, Marty, give me that mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my favorite thing about this show. 
So I'm going to talk about our own meetup here. My favorite thing that happened at this meetup, uh -huh. at Secret Cabal meetup, was that Steve just did a comedy set, and the first five minutes of it, he bombed so bad, he got no laughs. <laughs> I was the only one laughing. I was loving it. It was the greatest <laughs> thing that ever happened. Is it on tape or video? Tape. Uh, tape. <laughs> Come on, Marty. Yes, we had a VHS camcorder out here. <laughs> How old are you, Marty? Like 62, me, 72 years old? Are you done? Are you, you want me can to we talk about? Can we talk about how old Marty is some more? That's awesome. That's all right. Um, we, have a, we, we have a phonograph that we etch in our podcast on, and we send it out individually to each one of our listeners. It's on a wax cylinder. <laughs> all right, that's it. I got to go out here and get another beer. All right, all right. And also just walked in Stephen Bonacore from so listen here. So I've been sitting out there the whole time, and I see you guys behind this glass enclosed place. No one has asked me to come in. I know there's much more important people in this place, like <laughs> Isaac Childers is here, Stefan Feld is here, you know, Rob Rouse is here. I, <laughs> I only like publish their games. I mean, you know, you know, we don't, we didn't I'm want out of here. Well, no, 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 no. We didn't so, want you. Hey, we didn't want you to have to compete with all of this. We oh, wanted to bring you in, especially. Separately. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know who are you. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm the other You're guy. The other guy. I'm the other guy. No, I love all of you, but I, I saw Christina in here. It was funny. I was like, I hadn't seen you yet. Yeah. So I know. she's like, I, like, where were, were you the whole time? I didn't even see you. I guess you were in here in like the shadows. They and keep like, me hidden from you. They keep us apart. That's, that's the thing. They keep us apart. They so I'm like, that seems oh. legit. That seems okay. <laughs> and like, and like <laughs> I'm coming in to see Christina. F you all. <laughs> hey, so, hey, hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did not curse. It's a Dice Real Tower quick. Network. I did not how, curse. How are things going at the booth? No, no. Okay, yeah, I'm not trying to promote Oh, gosh. Here. You're going to put him no, in no, 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 no. No promoting. I've had a completely full booth the entire time. It's been wonderful. Congrats. Just out of curiosity, what no. was your big hot game? Just out of curiosity. No, so I, 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 I'm not promoting. No, please say. Please. What was your big hot game? All right, you says, I'll go 20 minutes. Okay, no. no the, <laughs> you the, want to sit down? The, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. On Tony's lap. Oh, by the way, lap. Mr. Bonacore just sat on Tony T's lap, yes, not Tony his lap. And, and something is, no, so very quickly, no. So the... The two new rolling rights. Come in here. Come on. All right, they're getting more people in yes. here. I'm going to be leaving very soon. It's getting very warm here, especially sitting next to Christina. Anyway, the two new rolling rights, of course, are, are very hot. The Dizzle, which comes out next yes. week, and Encore, which, which is Nachmal in Germany. This doesn't come out for a month and a half, which is very hot. And Amul. Amul is selling amazing. We had to fly some copies over because they literally got printed like last week. Nice. And that's Congrats. our, our um, card drafting game. Three to eight players. Gorgeous artwork. I'm not here to promote. Thank you all. Thank you, Steven. I love you guys. I really do. Thank so take you. Care. No, another great show. We love you the most. Yep, yep. Another person just walked I, in. The I would like to Rodney say. Smith. No, 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 no. Rodney, it's easy. No. Hold on. happened? I was at a cabal meetup, and now I'm in a podcast. I know, What's and I am, taking, I am taking your seat I'm because so used. these... The, this this crowd has hijacked one of the hosts of the Zinker Cabal who needs to go out and speak with their fans. Get your butt out of the seat, Tony, and get out there. To be fair, they set up in the, in the bathroom, so I don't know why we're all here. I really just wanted to use Yeah, why, why are we all in the same bathroom? So, Rodney, yes. share one thing about this show that you've really enjoyed, game or event Gen or Con, something. I'm not rolling dice and taking names. I want to be specific. I assume you've already talked about medium. Let's talk about it. on Wednesday night. Sit down, Tony, because now you're playing. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. 
tell us. Okay, we've already gone and talked about what Medium is, yes. but what do you want to share about Medium? Well, look, Medium is that game, I think, similar to The Mind, yep. which does one thing that's really, really special. We love having success in a game, right? When, you, when you're winning. Of course, you, yes. Of course, you feel good, right? Yeah, Unless yeah, you're yeah. playing Isaac Children's. Yeah, well, yes. yeah. Okay. But like The Mind, Medium, even when you fail, it's fun and mm-hmm. it's funny. Mm-hmm. And so many times you're like, oh, we screwed up. But that was such a good suggestion. That was, why did I think of that? I don't know what group you're playing with, yes. but when I play with it, you're like, you're the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's because it's true. That's a fact. It is? Oh, well, that's disappointing. Really well, well, now I want to play the mind. Uh, I mean, the minds. See, I'm sorry, the media with Rodney yeah, because yeah. he seems uplifting and possibly a good partner. <laughs> All right. Well, then you should show up at the B- Here's BGG the best Hot Room in time. You also need to play it with Tony. Oh my gosh! Because Tony, oh. this is Tony M. Tony T has left the room, so yeah. all Tonys from now on will be <laughs> Grumpy Tony. <laughs> And speaking of, speaking of grumpy Tony, Tony, what are your thoughts on medium? I'm oh, I'm not stepping on this landmine. I am not throwing myself on this hand grenade. Let's do it. I want to hear what you think of uh, medium. Me okay. So from my standpoint, medium, it's it's a fun game at certain times, but I found it to just be a game. I'm sorry. I mean, yep, it's not, that's uh, what it is. Yes, no, no, no. That's a it's, correct definition. It's yes, just a game. It's not that's what this hobby is. That, playing a lot not, of games, I know, but I'm not going to go look to go play. Oh. Oh, but we had so much fun playing with you, Tony. But at 1 a.m. the other night, Joel was like, oh, we're playing medium. And like at 1 a.m., we're all sitting on the bed in our room playing medium. And you enjoyed it, I thought. You were smiling. Your face, uh, yeah. your your, fa- your lips were going in an upward direction. It seemed like happiness. Wait a minute. Does that happen with your face? No, no. <laughs> very seldom. Very seldom. Maybe that's because the... No, I, I got to be nice. I got to be medium. It was one of the hottest sellers here at Gen Con, and I've been giving it a lot of crap. Just try to, to promote that um, <laughs> grumpiness. Grumpiness. Get, see if I can stir people up on that. How can you hate this? Uh, I mean, what are you talking about? I don't hate it. It's it, it is a fun game. It's going to be a hot game. I'm going to recommend it to friends who enjoy playing these types of games. That was a very exciting endorsement. <laughs> That's, that That's, should be on the box. I think they have the new box top. You, you want me to get the RDTN logo next to that one? It really captured the excitement at the table. <laughs> I think, of medium. This game is really fun for other people. Tony McCree. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can give me as much crap as you want. You know, I'm fine with so that. On, on Wednesday night, Joel and I said we thought medium was possibly could be the sleeper hit or the game of the yeah. con. Were yeah. we close? Yeah. I think Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Yeah, right. It sold out like in a day? Uh, I think they sold out Friday afternoon. They yeah. were done. We've played it every night. Yeah. Right. Well, because we like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we like fun, Tony. I'll let the silence speak for itself. <laughs> Oh, no, man. But, but the game is great. I mean, you can, like, we played it just minutes ago, like, as we're waiting for our, our dinner to get there. We go around the table. Everybody's laughing, hooting, hollering. The game is just great. It's so funny. Last night, uh, we were playing Rodney, I, Tony, Joel, who else? Joel and uh, maybe somebody else at the table. And Dave, yeah, no, our Dave. good friend Dave. We were playing, and, and Rodney and I had uh, two words. It was the funniest thing. It was like movie and write. And we both looked like at each other. W R I T E. Yeah, W R I T E. Oh, easy. We yeah. got it. Yeah. Go, go, you guys do it. Right. All right, David, we got it. Ready? Right. Movie and write. And yeah. write. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. Screenplay. Oh, my God. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. 
said screenplay and Rodney said script. <laughs> and then y'all two just did it. Yeah. And, and, and we looked at each other like, you write script. That, like, uh, yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. As we're saying it, we're high-fiving. It's we, script by script. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even retelling the game is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing a mile in over here. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That is, I would have to agree. Uh, medium, I mean, it's probably the early pick for a game of the show. Yeah, across all categories. The thing is, though, it's, I looked at uh, the Geek Buzz list, and probably, Ron, you probably yes. saw the latest one. Medium really wasn't that high. I didn't see it. Where is what? it? Is it on there? It, it, I, last I saw it this morning, it was like 20-something. Oh, that's, that's because they're too busy playing it and not voting for right. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Medium is this year's just one. Yeah, exactly. From, from Absolutely. Last year. It's the, or I guess it really is the maybe the mind from last year. It, maybe. It's, it's the perfect con game because you can teach it quickly. It's portable. You just get it out and you play it, right? Like Black Angel is really cool, but you're not going to just get that down to the table and just start playing it right away, right? No one's playing Black Angel over apps. Tony is like, can we? <laughs> Tony is, Tony is going into a look coma. on his face right now. He is like, this is like the worst thing I've ever sat in in my entire life. I think he's still thinking of screenplay and script right now. <laughs> okay, Tony, what game did you like from the show? What, what was your game of the show? What was my game of the show? Yeah. Well, I've been playing medium so much, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to play any other game. We've won them over. <laughs> oh, well, guys, this is, guys and ladies, Thank gals, you. Thank I'm you. so sorry, I just had to look over my right over here. This has been an amazing, amazing Gen Con. This is the best part of, of any convention, is sitting around with your friends, and whether it's, you know, us as friends, or anybody else that's listening, and they got their friends, and we've already ran off Tony, he's, he's just leaving the room. Bye, Tony. Point. Bye, Tony. Bye, Tony. He said, should I keep on talking? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you have to understand, he literally left the room. Legit just left the room. Oh, he's back. He's back. I think he went to get potentially another guest. It was Chaz, and Chaz just, like, shrugged him off. Yeah, okay. I think you were saying something about friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, I gave him a word. He gave a word. We didn't match. He didn't come in. That's all I was doing. Was it screenplay and script? No. Well, you and I, we did this one, and it was a safe involved. No, that's not the same word. What do you mean? I know it's not the same word. It's the same. Oh. You're just saying a lot of words right now. I'm very confused. You stay confused. <laughs> so you, do you remember us playing? Yes. You said safe. I said vault. Yes. And Joel said that's not the same. And I'm it, like, it is not the same. We played this game. If, See, if, that's, that's if, one if of the safe things. and vault were said, would y'all rule that that's the same? I would say it's the same. I feel like oh, this wow. is really indicative of your relationship. Like, this is more saying about you guys. Chaz is here. I'm gone. Chaz Marler from Paradise Paradise just sat in. We, Chaz, uh, whew. Hi. It's been a whirlwind in here. So, it smells like it's it. It's been a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. But um, so, in, in this Gen Con, Chaz, what has stuck out to you? Something very memorable, a game, an event, anything oh. that you want to share, anything like that? It, it, it was one of the, the most amazing experiences I've ever had at a convention. Uh, so, it was like kind of twilight, okay? And I, I, you know, I left the convention. Is this going to make me cry? I, I hope so. Okay. That's my goal. Uh, so I, I left the convention center and uh, I, I went to this group uh, of friends and back in the back there was this kind of exclusive uh, area and I got invited back <laughs> to come and, and share my thoughts about what my greatest experience at the convention had been. 
So, so wait, uh, who are you sitting <laughs> next to? <laughs> uh, before I'm, Marty, I'm sitting next to this gentleman that that I've grown to know a little bit through some Facebook posts, and, and uh, you know, tell but, me more. Tell uh, me more. <laughs> he was this handsome, handsome gentleman. Oh, go on. Uh, is it me? I don't. Is it me? Are you talking about me? I just want to make sure. Mar- Actually, oh, that yeah. that and I was shocked yesterday afternoon walking through the hall near, next to the AG, AEG booth, and there is Edge of Darkness. Uh, the mm. game that uh, Mystic Veil was actually a part of. So this game has been in development since before Mystic Veil came out. And I've been waiting for a few years, and somehow it fell through the cracks, and I didn't even know it was going to be here. And there it is! I walk by, oh my gosh! Edge of Darkness! It's really big! And now I own a copy of it. So, uh, By the way, the show has been retitled, The Long and Winding Road, based on this interview. <laughs> because and whenever Chaz is on, it has to be a, a Beatles song. <laughs> Beatles song. <laughs> Beatles song. <laughs> That sounds amazing. So I can't wait to hear what you think about the game. I, it looks it looks really cool. And we got to see uh, AEG's new Kickstarter that's going to yeah. be coming out. It's done by the same designer, John D. Clare, and it was called Dead, Dead Reckoning. Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. Now you guys were really and gals were really excited about it. So give us just a little snip because if you're really into that style of game, Edge of Darkness and Mystic Veil. Vale. So this is David. I like Mystic Veil. Vale. I liked Edge of Darkness more. I really loved what I played of Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning had a theme that you could sort of sink your teeth into. The other ones are a little abstracted. This one, your pirates, you're actually moving your pirate ships out to islands, discovering islands, taking control of the islands, getting cards for your deck from those islands, fighting each other's pirate ships. A lot of tangible stuff. Plus, of course, like Edge of Darkness, had another cool, like, cube towery sort of thing with the cubes dribbling down. You're also leveling the yeah. cards in your deck, which was amazing. Um, and, and David's already said this, but as you're moving around the board, you're exploring the board, you're opening up a better cards to upgrade your deck. I mean, this game, when, when we started, we were breaking it down, and he was explaining the rules. I was like, this was really cool. And then we got into, I started getting like, I was getting like goosebumps. So this game is amazing. And then he talked about all the stuff that he was going to throw into the Kickstarter, like saga things, where as you uh, play the game, they're going to be putting cards in the deck, and you don't know what they are, but there's like there's cards going to be put in the deck, and they kind of reveal like, maybe a narrative. I got super excited about this game. What was it called? Dead, Dead Reckoning. Reckoning. It's like the next step uh, for John DeClaire. Amazing. I cannot wait to see it when it drops on Kickstarter. Oh, that sounds great. Now Edge of Darkness sounds like garbage. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine, but this is like, uh, I don't know. I got excited. I was like, I want to back this now. Like, oh, we're, we're still working on it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it right now. <laughs> we also just had walk into the room. We're trying to wrap this up. We got a new guest in here, but this is exciting. The designer of Keyforge himself, Brad from FFG, is in here. Brad, welcome. Hey, guys. Well, it's Richard's game, really. I'm the lead developer. <laughs> now, but we're giving you credit now, Brad, because okay, okay. Richard's not here. So it's at this point in time, you did Keyforge. How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is going really good. Have you had a good show? Oh, it's been wonderful so far. The Vault Tours have been going great. I've been having a blast. Did some commentary on the stream today. It was so much fun. We even have a Keyforge vending machine in the event hall. I saw that. I was no, very no, I disappointed. Saw that. I, I legit thought it was like snacks. I was a little disappointed. No, no. It, it's Keyforge right in the vending machine, right in the hall. We've been refilling it time and time again. Come over to the FFG booth. It's wonderful. Give it a shot. I ate, I ate three of them before I figured out what it was. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
They're, I mean, they taste delicious, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and you announced uh, two brand new factions are going to be coming we out. We did. House Saurian and, How and Star Alliance are coming out. They'll be out this November in Worlds Collide, the third set of Keyforge. And I, I gotta say, the art looks amazing. And like, I was looking at the, the which one is the dinosaur faction? It's what was the Saurians? The Saurians, yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. Like, I was like going through the cards, and I was like, oh my god, I want to play this right now. Our art department did a wonderful job. I'm so excited by what they did. They really found a great way to merge the Greco-Roman themes with the dinosaurs and make it not look crazy. Well, I mean, crazy awesome. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Oh wow! So is that it? Is there, is there nobody else coming? Come, oh yeah, but when is that coming? When's the new ones coming uh, out? Coming out in November. November. So be, make sure to keep an eye on that if you want to keep continuing to buy Keyforge, and you should because what 1.1 million decks have been registered Woo! and growing and That's growing. That's crazy. Wow. That's see, 1.1 times uh, was it ten dollars well, per and deck? And let's be clear, that is just the ones that have been registered. Like I wonder what the percentage of those that haven't been registered are. That's true. Well, that's that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, we can't divulge that. Well, I think that's the last person coming through the door. So we are going to. Start. If you want, I can keep grabbing some people. I can see some people out there. It's whatever you want, dude. We've had. We've every, lost control. Oh, it's had, out of control. We've had every cabalist in here except one, and he's standing right outside. Why don't you grab him, and we'll wrap this thing up. That one last cabalist is Steve himself. Steve. Woo! We're wrapping up our Gen Con coverage of our special Gen Con episode from Gen Con. Oh my gosh, and you saved the best for last. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you. Steve, what we've been doing is sharing anecdotes or a game or something that you loved about this Gen Con. What's the most memorable thing to you? Game, event, it could be this, it might be Christina. Well, uh, it could be your stand-up, whatever you want to talk about. I got to tell you, that uh, Rolling Dice and Taking Names meetup was pretty memorable, Marty. You ain't got to suck up, Steve. You no, can just go good. Ahead. Thank <laughs> In that case, let me give you my real answer. <laughs> Thank you. So, really, the whole spectacle today is just blew my mind. This is so big. It's the biggest convention in North America, the world, galaxy. I don't know. How high up does it go? <laughs> Steve, this is your first one. Universe. This is your first Gen Con, right? It is. So did it live up to your expectations? It did. And I'm happy there weren't border guards to keep me out because <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed in Indiana, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> but no, it was an amazing convention. Amazing convention. There's so many people. It's crazy. Right? I'm trying to go to the dealer hall, uh -huh. and so I play a game of how slow can I shuffle because... <laughs> That's the top speed I got was a shuffle. That and dodge people's big backpacks when they swing oh, around. Good Lord. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah, I almost got taken out a few times. Luckily, I'm very tall and powerful, well built. So <laughs> I was not really fearing any backpacks. But you know, this is a podcast, not a dating app, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, swipe right anyway. <laughs> done and done. All right, everyone, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody who has been listening. It has been, uh, oh, and by the way, if you're wondering what happened to Friday night's event, we're supposed to have a recording on Friday night. It kind of didn't happen. So, um, whoa, 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 I'm going to squeeze in here. The reason why it didn't happen is that we were ready to go Friday night, and somebody, I'm so tired. I'm so bad. Wait, wait, who was that? That was Marty, right? It was Marty. Oh, well, yeah. that, that was because we spent the past hour playing Medium. 
Once again, we never mind, <laughs> not going to go there. All right, so we got a lot of people in this room. Let's see if we can close it out right. Get everybody to say this at the same time. Tony Ulinum, if you could pull this off. Would you like to uh, explain what they have to say after yeah. I say something, or they just want to say something in general? So wait a minute. I'm, re I'm really good at this. I remember being on your show so one time. Yes, I'm going to say the first two words in this podcast name, and then all of you are supposed to join in with the last two. Okay? Well, it's actually last three. three. Yeah, it's the last three. So, does yeah. anybody this need to be reminded of the name of the show? <laughs> Blue Peg, Pink Peg. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Actually, 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 you know, that's fair. Everybody go around and tell where people can find you. All right. You can find me on... It's a secret. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> and the Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast. That was Steve, Christina. Blue Peg, Pink Peg on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, the internet, I guess. Man versus Meeple on all the social medias. Pair of Dice Paradise. <laughs> you notice I succinctly said that, Tony? Because we just go Paradise Paradise. Yeah, yeah I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my favorites. Is it pair of Paradise Paradise or Paradise Paradise? I don't I have no clue. So, and here we go. For everybody out there, just keep rolling dice and, and taking names. Secret Cabal, Blue Pig, Pink Pig. This was a beast of a show to edit, but we hope you really enjoyed it. If so, make sure to share it with your friends. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Dyson Names, Instagram Dyson Names, like us on Facebook, and join our BGG Guild 1589. Three, two, one. Screenplay. I said it wrong. <laughs> Let me try it again. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the one. And this game is good. Why? <laughs> One of the biggest games of Gen Con is Empires of the North from Portal Games, and it is available right now. You need to go check that out as we talked about that game in our last episode. It is a totally different game than Imperial Settlers. It is not an Imperial Settlers replacement. It is a brand new game on its own, and we really enjoy it. Totally different mechanics, very easy to set up, and... Ignacy's already announced brand new expansions for it. There's six factions in the box, and there's two more expansions coming. This game is going to have a lot of legs, so you need to go get that core set now. And while you're out there, go ahead and throw in the new Academics from Monolith Arena, as it's a very fun faction to play in that game. Go find out more at PortalGamesUS.com. Portal Games.